He won't listen to a thing we said, man. Not a thing we said. He won't, he won't get hit with that left hook again. He won't get hit with that left hook again. There you go. There you go. Focus on what we tell you, bro. You gotta change your rhythm. Take deep breath. Don't worry about this. Just a little nick on your eye. Just a little nick. We gotta take care of. We gotta take care of. Focus. Look, before you um, throw any combinations, jab. Everything starts with the jab, son. Jab, son. Faint jab. Change your rhythm. You can count because you won't change your rhythm. Faint, jab, 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 faint. Before you throw your right hand, jab. Before you throw your left hook to the body, jab. Before you throw combinations, jab. Everything starts with the jab. Jab, 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 jab. Today, on the Bruce Willis Godcast Show, I got my good brother, my business partner, brother Jeff Ashford. And we're going to do the jab series today. And uh, we're going to wish my brother uh, Alexander a hug as well because he had the work today. He's a nominee on the jab series with us as well. He's part of the program as well. And we're going to uh, talk about the subject of, about the creed. We're going to talk about, we're going to criticize the creed. We're not criticizing the creed. We're going we're gonna to conduct some things. We're going to say some things. that We're going to make some things out, out clearly that the creed that you're quoting in your church is not honored. And so, and uh, Brother Jeff was, uh, and I put some things together. We're going to bring out some things to show you what we're talking about. And we're going to turn it over to Brother Jeff at this time because he's the head of the job committee. And Brother Jeff, we get it in your hands right now, my brother. Okay. The creed that my brother's talking about is the Apostles' Creed that uh, some of your churches deal with. You have some of your Methodist churches. Some of your, I come out of an African Methodist Episcopal church. I do too. And they dealt with the creed as well. Yes, and you have the Catholic Church. Some of those deal with the creed. Yes, sir. But uh, that's what we're going to deal with today. The traditional version of the Apostles' Creed. Yes, so, sir. Brooks, when you ready, uh, we're going to start. Okay, man. Uh, it's like this, brothers and sisters. We're not trying to uh, uh, be controversial. We're just trying to bring some uh, light to some situation about something that's not on it. The ways, uh, ways, uh, ways, uh, pronounced and ways uh, quoted, and the quote and the creed goes like this: I believe in God the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day He arose from the dead. He ascended into heaven. And sit it on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the church universal, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the life everlasting. Amen. That's how the creed go. And right now I'm going to, uh, 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 I guess I'm going to start this thing off uh, with some things I want to bring to your attention first of all, brothers and sisters. So I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. And that's true. And that Jesus Christ is only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Now we're going to go right there. We're going to start right there, brothers and sisters. According to your doctrine and your beliefs, you believe in God the Father, the God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, and all three are one. Now if you believe all three are one, we're going to show you that how can, if all three are one, how can... Mary be conceived by the Holy Spirit if all three are one. And so we're going to show you some scriptures that show you that all three are not one. They're three different entities. And uh, this is something that needs to be uh, taught in the traditional church and needs to be brought to your attention. And the first thing we're going to go to is uh, the book of Matthew. and uh, The book of Matthew, the 12th chapter, uh, starting at 30 verse, brother Jeff, if you get there, just... Uh, Whenever you get that, brother, you, know, you can go ahead and read whenever you find it, brother Jeff. Okay, my brother, you said we're going to the book of Matthew, yes, sir. the 12th yes. chapter, right? This is a big of Matthew. We're gonna, we're and gonna, verses, well, we're going 38 through 40? 
uh, Matthew uh, Matthew twelve Matthew twelve thirty. Uh, we're gonna show we're gonna show you that the Father and the Son they believe in the Father, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, and all three are one. Now, if all three are one, how can Mary be pregnant by the Holy Ghost? How can the Holy Ghost impregnate Himself? And we're gonna show you that it's not all three are not one, brothers and sisters. And this is a doctrine that's been taught to us and been programmed to believe this stuff. And we're gonna show you that it, uh, according to the book. That you can't be all three of one. There's three different entities, brothers and sisters. Matthew twelve thirty, brother Joe. Okay, verse thirty. Yes, sir. Uh, he that is not with me is against me. Okay. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Okay, go ahead. Read. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall not shall be forgiven unto men, but the blaspheme against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. Okay, he said the blasphemy of the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. The blasphemy of the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. Okay, go ahead, brother Joe. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. Okay. But. Go ahead, brother Joe. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven of him. Neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Okay, Brother Joe, that's a great read, man. I appreciate that, Brother Joe. Uh, I appreciate that, my brother. Now, look what it says. It says, the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men, but if you blaspheme against the Son of Man, you shall be forgiven. Now, if you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are all one, how come you got two different punishments in this situation? How can, how can you have two different punishment, how can you be forgiven for one and not the other? How come you how, how come it's not the same consequences on one end and the same consequences on the other end, but the sister? I want you to think about that for a minute. And the blaspheming against the Holy Ghost is blaspheming against the Word of God. They're saying the Word of God is not true. It's untrue. The Word of God is not real. You can't be forgiven for that, brothers and sisters. And then we that's going to show you right there the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are one. How can you not have the same consequences on both ends, brothers and sisters that make any sense? And the next scripture we're gonna to go to is uh Revelation twenty two. Revelation twenty two and Revelation twenty two. We're gonna show you that the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are three different entities. I mean, we we can go with several scriptures, brothers and sisters. I just put out a few scriptures just to point out some things that the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are not the same. They are they are three different entities, brothers and sisters. And uh we're gonna to go to Revelation twenty two. In the first verse, when you get that brother, brother Jeff, you can go ahead, my brother. Revelation 22 and verse 1. Yes, sir. And he showed me a pure river of water, of life. Right. Clear as crystal, proceeding uh, out of the throne of the God and of the Lamb. All right. Okay, now this is, uh, look, you can go any book in the New Testament and see Paul, when Paul introduced the, uh, the Godhead, brothers and sisters, the Holy Ghost is not mentioned anywhere, and it's just this is this is the last book in the Bible. Revelation. I just went to the last, but I can go to any book in the, in the new in the new book and show you that that it's not the same. Because it's like this: if I go meet Brother Jeff at the uh, restaurant, I hadn't seen Brother Jeff in years, and he's sitting down with his wife and his kids, uh, and I hadn't seen Brother Jeff in years, he's gonna introduce me to his wife and his children because all three of them are family. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is this. If he don't introduce the Holy Ghost, how the Holy Ghost is part of uh, part of the Godhead? It's one: God the Father, the Son, God the Holy Ghost. God, I mean, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. It can't be possible, so brothers and sisters. He say, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. But it's the Holy Ghost mentioned right here. It's not mentioned at all, brothers and sisters. And so this is this one scripture right here. Uh, I'm just leave one more scripture on this on this part right here, brothers and sisters. And that's Book of Mark, the 13th chapter, Mark 13. Mark thirteen thirty two. When brother Jeff get the it's Mark thirteen thirty two. If this scripture don't line you up, brothers and sisters, none will. Cause this this is uh this is a home run, this is my home run scripture right here, brothers and sisters. And I'm knocking it out the park, brothers and sisters. And uh ain't no need to uh for the outfield to go back for the ball cause it's out it's already out the park. It's already out the park, brothers and sisters. Mark thirteen thirty two, brothers and sisters. But of that day and that hour knoweth no man. All right. No, not the angels All right. which are in heaven, mm -hmm. neither the Son, 
but the Father. Okay. Jesus don't even know the day he's coming back, uh, the day he's going to come back. He don't even know. If he sits on the right hand of God the Father, he sits on the right hand. If they the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are one, don't you think he would know when he uh, when, when, when the day coming, when he's going to return? Not even the angels know. Not even the Son. It said not even the Son nor the angels but the Father. If they are all one entity, he would know what's going on. If, it's like this, brothers and sisters. If everybody's one, even if they're on one accord, brothers and sisters, in uh, a football game, brothers and sisters, before they call the next play, they got to huddle up and see what they're going to do, brothers and sisters. If all of them was one, they would never have to call a huddle. they just go to the line of scrimmage and just hike the ball. And, uh, and, that's, it, and that's it with that right there, brothers and sisters. And, uh, but Jeff, I don't know if you want to spell on that, brothers But uh, you got something to say about that, my brother? Okay, my brother. What we going to do, what we going with me is in the scriptures that I have, let's go to the first place we're going to go to is Revelations, the first chapter, and we're going to read verse 1. Okay. We're going to go to Revelations, the first chapter, and we're going to read verse 1. And again, what we're just trying to do is and show is that Psalm says three that makes one Psalm said that it's, it's, uh, it's, you got three different gods. Right. But we're going to show you that it's only two in the Godhead. Right. And right here, we're going to show the protocol that, that's, that God gave to give the word to man. Right. So again, we're going to Revelations, the first chapter, and we're going to read verse one. When you get it, Brooks, read. Revelation uh, one. The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show unto his servants the things which must come shortly, which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John. Okay, so we see right here, we see the revelation of Jesus Christ. Right. In Jesus Christ the Son, one, which God, the Father, Gave unto him. He can't give it to himself. Right. If we're dealing with one person, we see what God, which is the Father, gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Right. And this is how he gave it to his servants. That's right. And he sent and signified it by his angels. Right. Unto his servant John. Good point, brother. So when they try to go to that scripture that is three that bear witness in heaven, it is three that bear witness in heaven. Right. And we see those three right here in this verse. Right. We see Jesus Christ the Son. We see God the Father that gave it to Jesus Christ. We And we see the angel. Those three are in heaven and they bear rock. Right. So now, let's go to our next verse. Let's go to Exodus the 23rd chapter and we're going to read verses 20 and 22. Exodus 23, and we're going to read verses 20 and 22. We're going to show right here where simply uh, the angel, the one that you call the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, the one that you call a God, which is an angel. The Spirit comes in many forms. Right. And the angel is one of the forms that the Spirit come in, that Holy Ghost or that Holy Spirit. But we're going to show you the duty of the angel. We just showed you his duty in Revelations 1. But we're going to go to the old, and we're going to show you his duty as well. So my brother, when you get Exodus, the 23rd chapter, verses 20 through 22, please read. Behold. I sent an angel before thee to keep thee in that way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Okay, so now we see what he's, the Lord said. He sent an angel before thee to keep in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. So we still can go back to that Revelations 1 where it said that uh, he sent and signified about an angel. So here's the angel showing you the place that which he have prepared. 20, verse 21, read. 
Beware of him and obey his voice. Uh -huh. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. Okay, so it tells you simply, beware of him and <laughs> obey his voice. Right. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions. He can't pardon your transgressions. He is not a God. Right. He is a servant of the Most High God of Israel. He said, for my name is in him. He sent this way, go back to Revelation 1, where he said he sent and signified it by his angel. Right. That's what he did. Give me verse 22, Brooke. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thy enemies and an adversary unto thy adversaries. Okay, sir, but if thou shalt indeed obey his voice, the, the words that he are speaking, they came from the Father. The Father gave it to the Son, the Son gave it to the angel, and the angel gave it to man. Right. And he said, Indeed, obey his voice and do all that I speak. So you're hearing the angel voice, but he's speaking the words of the Lord. Then he said, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. Right. Now, let's go to our last spot on this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's go to Hebrews, the first chapter, verses five through eight. And then we're going to skip to 13 and 14. Hebrews 1, verses 5 through 8. And then we're going to skip to verses 13 and 14. And right here, we're going to see totally what the book's saying that an angel is not that third God that you're trying to create. It's only two in the Godhead. So when you get that Hebrews 1, verses 5 through 8, read it for me, my brother. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. Okay, so this is the question that's being asked. He said, but unto which of the angels? So we know the angel is that Holy Ghost or that Holy Spirit that he, he said, at any time thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. He's asking a question. But y'all want to make him a God. He's not a God. Give me verse number six, my brother. And again, when he bringing in the first begotten into the world, he said, and let all the angels of God worship him. That's right. So he ain't said this to an angel. He ain't said to an angel again when he bring up in the first begotten into the world, he said, and let all the angels of God worship him. Let the angels worship, worship an angel. That angel is not a God. Again, your creed is correct, but what you do is incorrect. Read. And of the angels, he said, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. That's right. Read. But unto the Son, he said, thy throne, O God, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness and the scepter of thy kingdom. That's right. So we see verse 7 said, and of the angels, this is what he told the angels, who make of God make of his angels spirit. So that's what we said. Spirit, ghost is just slain for spirit. He said, make of his spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. They are ministering spirits. Right. Then he said, but unto the Son, this is what he told the Son. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness and a scepter of thy kingdom. Skip down to verse 13, my brother. And when you get verse 13, please read. 
but to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand until I make thy enemies my foot, thy footstool. That's the question he asked. Which of the angels he said that to? Verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits? Are sent, they not all ministering spirits? Three. Send forth the minister for them who shall be the be heirs of salvation. That's right. So that's what the angels are. They are ministering spirits. Right. They are ministering ghosts. Again, ghosts, ghosts is just a slang word for spirit. So you only have two in the Godhead, family. It's only two. So again, your creed speaks right, but you're not following what your creed say. Right. So that's all I have on that one right there, my brother. I turn it back over to you. Okay, my brother. I appreciate that, brother Jeff. And uh, we just we just emphasize the fact that it's it's uh, two in the Godhead. It's not God the Father, not God the Son, not God the Holy Ghost. It's impossible, brother. So, so, but when you got when you got to read, you got to read with understanding, brother. So, so, and not following the doctrine of men and tradition. And it says uh, the next thing I want to talk about. It says uh, born of the Virgin Mary, suffering on the Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he arose from the dead. Now that's where we're gonna stop right there, brother. So the, the third day, that's what y'all quote. But now yet and still, y'all uh, celebrate Easter. Y'all celebrate Good Friday, and he rose early Sunday morning. Now early Sunday morning between Good Friday and early Sunday morning is not three days, and uh, brother. So the, the third day he arose from the dead, and we're gonna show you in the scripture that he said he's gonna be in the grave and the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. And, uh, and that's the next thing we're going to talk about, brothers and sisters, because Friday to Sunday is not three days, brothers and sisters. And then we're going to show you that in the scripture. Uh, brother Jeff, we're going to go to Matthew, the 12th chapter, brother Jeff, starting the 38 verse, brother Jeff. This is the first thing we're going to go to, Matthew, Matthew 12, chapter 38. And we're going to show you, brothers and sisters, it's like this. I don't know, if you clock out of work at 5 o'clock Friday afternoon, and you clock back in and work Monday morning at 8 o'clock, how many days have you had off? If you clock out at 5 o'clock at Friday afternoon and you clock back in Monday morning at 8 o'clock, how many days you had off? Now, you would say two days. Now, how do you get three days out of Friday to Sunday and you get three and you get two days out of Sunday, Friday to, 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 to Monday? That don't make sense, brother. Okay, brother Jeff, you can go ahead and start reading when you get a chance, brother Jeff. All right, Matthew 12, starting at verse 38. Yes, sir. Then, sir, of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we will see a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. Right, right. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Uh, they said, give us a sign. She said, on the sign, you're going to give from here is the sign of Jonah. And that's, uh, Jonah, was, uh, Jonah was in the, uh, uh, the belly of the whale for three days and three nights, so shall the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. But the sister and like I said, uh, three days and three nights is not uh, from uh, from uh, from uh, Friday afternoon to uh, Sunday morning. And then y'all have sunrise service, and we're gonna show you that there's no such thing as sunrise service. So because Jesus was gone at the great way before sunrise was in, and we're gonna go to uh, the Book of John, the twentieth chapter, when you, when you get a chance, brother Jeff. Uh, we're gonna read uh, John, the twentieth chapter, the uh, the first through the twelfth verse, brother Jeff, when you get a chance, and. Uh, and uh, but brothers and sisters, uh, there's no such thing as sunrise service. He rose up early Sunday morning. He got up. That's why we always said. But we're gonna show you right here that he was up way before sunrise. Was saying that. Let me say that, bro. See, there's a such thing as sunrise service. You raising up to worship the sun. <laughs> huh? And, and you got scriptures in the Bible that show. <laughs> and they rose and they had their back to the temple and they worshiped the sun. Right now, that's, 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 that's idol worship right there. You're right, right there, brother Joe. <laughs> but we call it. But actually, 
Y'all worshiping that same son. Amen. <laughs> uh, hey, not the S O N, but the S U N. Right. That's what we getting at right there, That's a good point, my brother. I'm glad you brought that out, my brother. I'm glad you brought that out. Okay, my brother. John 20, verse 1. Okay. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early when it was yet dark okay. unto the sepulchre and seeth the stone taketh away from the sepulchre. All right. Uh, it said the first day of the week while it was yet what, brother Joe? Yet dark. Yet dark, brother Joe. Uh, I, said, I don't see no sun up right here. You go ahead, brother Joe. Go ahead, read, brother Joe. All we got to uh, go ahead, read, read the next verse, uh, Yes, sir. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. All right. And, and said unto them, They have taken away the Lord of the sepulchre. Excuse me. They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. All right. Peter now, therefore went forth and that other disciple and came to the sepulchre so they ran both together and the other disciple did outrun Peter right. and came first to the sepulchre and he stooping down and looking in saw the linen cloth, linen cloths, clothes lying yet went he not in Okay. Then coming Simon Peter following him and went into the sepulchre and see if the linen clothes lie and the napkin that was about his head not lying with the linen clothes but wrapped together in a place by itself. All right. We'll stop right there. Now this okay. is, this one thing that that that, uh, that that uh that that got me about this whole thing. Jesus didn't only resurrect from the grave. He got up and folded his clothes and he separated them things, man. <laughs> Jesus woke up out the grave and separated his clothes. He folded and separated his clothes before he got by that grave. But uh, that goes to show you that he's a god of order. He's a, he's he's not he's not a slouchy god. <laughs> 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 so go ahead, Joe. Oh, go ahead, my brother. And also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. Right, he saw and believed. Far okay, wait, wait. Far, as, far as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Right. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. All right, all right. Now, all right, right here, you know, uh, uh, Mary Magdalene went to uh, the disciple, and uh, and like I said, and, and, and who, who Jesus loved, but not one outran the other one, brother Joe. You know, I don't know if he was slow or what, but he outran him because he had to get to that grave. Now, when he got to the grave, he started looking in that grave, but he didn't go in. But when the other one came, he went inside. But they didn't know that they didn't know they didn't know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. They didn't know that scripture at that moment. And then the disciples went away unto their uh, own home. Go ahead, read, brother Joe, the 11th verse, brother Joe. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre. Right. And see of two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Right. And they say unto her, woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. All right. Now the thing is right here. She saw Jesus standing and she knew not that it was Jesus. You had to go no further, but Joe. Now this, this right here proves that first of all, it was yet dark when they got there. It was yes. yet dark when they got there. And so the thing is this. She uh she was she was weeping and, she, and they said well, one my, the angels uh, was sitting there at the at the uh spot where he yet had lain, where he was that mean he was already gone. 
It said, it said the angel, uh, one angel said at the top, one angel said at the bottom, where he was yet had lain. That he, that mean, well, Jesus had lain. Well, I mean, he's not there right now. He's gone. And she thought they had taken his body away, and they had not told her. She said she thought they they did not tell her where they had took his body. But he was gone. He was already up. And the, and uh, what it said, right, Jeff? And when she just said, and when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew that it was not, and knew not that it was Jesus. That's right. Uh, read the next word, Brother Joe. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seeketh thou? She supposes him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, right. and I will take him away. All right. Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. That's all you got to read, brother Joe. That shows you right there. He was already risen. He was already risen. She thought he was a, she thought he was a goner that she was out into. She said, she said, tell me where you have taken him, where you have borne him, and I will go get him away. He said, just tell me where you put him. I'll go, I'll go get him. And then he said, Mary. And she said, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. That means he was already risen while he was yet dog. He was already up, brothers and sisters. So the sunrise service, they said, and the third day he arose from the dead. Uh, until the, 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 the third day, first of all, we got the third day wrong. And then the thing is that, that we have a sunrise service that he, he died on a Friday afternoon. We call it Good Friday. And early Sunday morning he got up. When the Bible says right here that he was yet already risen while he was yet dog, brothers and sisters. He's the Lord of the Sabbath, brothers and sisters. And, uh, and uh, so... Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna leave that scripture alone because we went too far with that. To be honest with you, tell you too, my brothers and sisters. But yeah, it's like, uh, we're gonna go to the book of uh, the third day. Uh, we're gonna show you what day that Jesus really died on, and we're gonna go to uh, the book of Matthew, the twenty-seventh chapter, uh, the fiftieth verse, brother Joe. Starting Matthew fifty to fifty-two, Matthew or fifty-two fifty-two, brother Joe. When you get a chance. Matthew twenty-seven. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fifty-two fifty-two. Okay, I'm Matthew sorry. 27, verses 50. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. All right. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. All right. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. All right. And the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. All right. All right, now look. Go ahead, go ahead, would you? Go ahead, my brother. Okay, look right here, brother and sister. Now, we said we die and go to heaven. See, that's another thing we said right there we got wrong as well. Like I said, uh, we said when we die, y'all got a philosophy of believing that when you die, you go to heaven when you die. Now, the thing is this. It said many of the saints, uh, 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 the graves of the saints were open and they arose. Now, the thing is this, brothers and sisters, they didn't come out the grave yet, but they arose. They were waking up out the grave. Now they're in heaven. What they waking up for in the grave? What the grave going back? What they waking up for, brothers and sisters? So that's another thing we got mis uh, twisted in the church. Uh, go ahead, brother Joe. You go read the next verse, brother Joe. Verse fifty three, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. All right. Now the thing is this: they came out of the grave. After his resurrection, brothers and sisters, because Jesus is the first fruit, so they come. They even though they, even though when he died, they was awake, but they didn't come out the grave till he came out that grave. He uh, he's the first fruit, so he's the first one to come back from the grave, brothers and sisters. And they came uh, out the grave after his resurrection, brothers and sisters. So the saints in heaven, when you die, brothers and sisters, why are they coming out the grave uh, uh, at, at the point at this point right here, brothers and sisters? We got to. We gotta get understanding, but so without our getting, we gotta get understanding. And so the thing is, that I just want to bring that to uh, your, your attention. But the main thing I want to bring to your attention: when he died, the veil of the temple ripped from top to bottom, brothers and sisters. And we're gonna show you that the veil of the temple ripped from top to bottom, and it was not on a Friday afternoon, brothers and sisters. And, and one thing, and one thing, my brother, while we're here, I want to uh, mention that those saints that came out of the grave that was sleep. They did die again. The same way that uh, Lazarus died again, right. they died again as well. Right, right. And that's another thing, brothers and sisters. We always talk about you go to heaven when you die, and you, have, you always hear the friend, they had a hallelujah good time over in heaven. 
Well, Lazarus was having a hallelujah good time. Why he came back? That's right. I mean, I, I want you to think about that. If I'm having a hallelujah good time at a party, why am I going to go? If I'm having a hallelujah good time at a place, why am I going to go to a street fight for and get beat up all over again? You know, it don't make any sense, brother. So I'm just using that for an example. But uh, but the next person we, uh, we're going to go to, we're going to go to the book of Hebrews, uh, the ninth chapter of the book of Hebrews, brothers and sisters. The ninth chapter of Hebrews. We're going to read uh, verses 1 through 3. We're going to skip to uh, verse 6, and we're going to go to uh, 11 and 12. And like I said, brother, so the, the, the book said the veil ripped from top to bottom. You know, um, uh, uh, it was only uh, certain constituents that can go inside the temple to sprinkle blood on the veil, but we know that, and then we know that the veil was sprinkled, blood was sprinkled on the veil for the atonement of the sins that the uh, that the people committed. But we're gonna show you that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, and so when he died, that ended the sacrificial animal sacrificial law. So for some reason, people believe that when Jesus died, he put away all these things that we can try to get away with eating. We we think we can pray over uh, a certain thing. We think we can do this and do that because Jesus died. Jesus didn't die for that. He didn't die for that, brothers and sisters. He, he, it was the end of the animal sacrificial law when Jesus died, brothers and sisters. We're going to show you that. Oh, you go ahead and read, brother Jeff, when you get a chance, brother Jeff. All right. Hebrews 9, verse 1. Okay. Then verily, the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. All right. For there was a tabernacle made, the first wherein was the candlestick, and the table and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. All right. Now, and yeah. after wait, wait, yeah. And after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all. You want me to skip down to verse six, my brother? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, okay. Right here, it said, uh, right here, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and six, brother. Go ahead and six, brother. Go ahead and six, brother. Okay, now, when these things were thus ordained, the priests went always into the first tabernacle, uh, accomplishing the service of God. All right, that was the priest did. That was the priest did. They went into, they went into uh, uh, now, when these things were ordained, the priests went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. It was the priest that went into the tabernacle. So let's go ahead and read, Brother Joe. Now, right here, it said, but into the second went the high priest alone by himself once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people, brothers and sisters. So the thing is this, the blood that was offered, brothers and sisters, was for the, uh, the sacrifice for the, uh, the, uh, the errors of the people and for himself, brothers and sisters, and, uh, and so, so we're going to show you that when Jesus died, he was the ultimate sacrifice, brothers and sisters. And uh, I think we can go to... Uh, go Skip ahead. down to verse 9. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Which was a figure for the time then present in which we offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the, the conscience. All right. Which stood only in meats and drinks and divers washings and cardinal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. All right. It was a figure for the time, for the time then present, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect. So the thing is this, it could not, what, but Joe, make him that could did, not make. That's right. Could not make him perfect. Could not take away those sins. That's right, but so 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 the thing is, even though they offered blood, the blood could not take away the sin, but Joe. Uh, that's right. We are gonna read that. Uh, just uh, go ahead, but Joe. Go ahead, read. All right. But Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. That is to say, 
not of this building. Okay, okay, he said, but Christ being come as high, being come as an high priest of good things to come, but a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, brothers and sisters. That is to say, not of this building. So this is a perfect tabernacle. Go ahead, brother. Silver. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having right. or having obtained eternal redemption for us. Now, look here, brothers and sisters. It says neither by blood of goats and calves. Okay, like I said. But by his own blood, he entered into once. The, uh, the high priest had to go in every year, brothers and sisters. But here go Christ entered into once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us all, brothers and sisters. So every day, every day, all that sacrifice they were doing every year, Christ had to go. His, his, uh, he went. Uh, he entered into once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us all, brothers and sisters. And so the that's thing, right. Meaning, he died one time for your sins. That's it, that's brothers. It. That's, 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 the blood of calves, and, uh, the blood of calves, and the blood of goats, and everything else was no good anymore at that moment, brothers and sisters. It was uh, his blood was the ultimate sacrifice, but he died for us once. And there's no, uh, no other, no other saying the blood can uh, can uh, give us salvation, but the blood of Jesus Christ. That's right. And uh, and like I said, brother, so we're gonna go to the book of Daniel, brother Jeff. We're gonna go to the book uh, Daniel nine, brother Jeff nine twenty seven. Okay. We're just trying to point some things out, brothers and sisters. We're just trying to show you some things. And we're trying to, uh, first of all, we're just trying to show you that the veil ripped from top to bottom, brothers and sisters. And, we, and we're just trying to give you an outline of, of, of the uh, temple and the veil. And we're going to show you that the veil was not ripped in half on the Friday, brothers and sisters, when he died. And so, like I said, first of all, Friday, Sunday morning, that's not three days and three nights. And like I said, I, like I said, he already told you. That he's gonna be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. But Jeff uh, did a teaching one time about um, uh, uh, most uh, signs from uh, from God that most people ignore. And one of the things he brought about was about being in the three days and three nights. And it's just, uh, and we still ain't know anything to this day, but so we got to get this thing straight. Okay, but Jeff, we read when you read it, my brother. Okay, Daniel 9 and 27. This yes, is talking about Jesus, the Messiah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. All right. And in the midst of the week, All right. <laughs> he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. Okay, read that again, brother Joe. Read that again. Go read that again real slowly, brother Joe. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of of the week, right. it shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. Okay, 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 okay. In the midst of the week, brothers and sisters, what's the middle of the week, brother Joe? Wednesday, what we call hump day. <laughs> okay, so when he, if he calls the, uh, the oblation to cease in the midst of the week, brothers and sisters, that means that very went from top to bottom on a Wednesday, brothers and sisters. And, uh, and, and like I said, he was in the grave for three days and three nights. And if he went in the grave Wednesday night, uh, and then he, uh, and then like I said, he couldn't rose up. For uh, 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 he coming in Friday and rose up Sunday morning on an early Sunday morning. That's three days because the veil was ripped from top to bottom in the midst of the week, brothers. So, so that's another thing we got. He said he was dead and buried, and the third day he arose. That's what y'all creed said. And I'm going to leave it at that, brother, since I'm going to turn it up to Brother Jeff at this time, because I'm talking too much, brother. So, go ahead, my brother. All right, my brother. We're going to go right here. I'm we, Right where you left off at, we're going to pick up something. I'm going to go to uh, one place, and we're going to show something. Let's go to Genesis 1, and we're going to read verse number 5. Genesis 1 and 5. We're going to show you how the Lord makes a day. This is in the beginning. In the beginning. No, matter of fact, let's start at verse 1, my brother. Genesis 1 and 1. We're going to show you how the Lord makes a day. Our day is in the eyes of the Lord, not in the eyes of man, because man has a day jacked up. Man tell you a day change at 12 at night. 1201 is a new day. Okay. Same darkness that it was at at 11 o'clock, at 10 o'clock, at 9 o'clock. Okay. 
But man said the date changes at 1201. Right, right. But let's see what the Lord say. Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning. Go ahead, bro. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Yes. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Okay. And we see that darkness was upon the face of the deep. So we see darkness first. Read. Right. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Okay. So now we see light being created. God said, let there be light. And there was light. And Read. God, and God saw the light. That it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Now he divided the light from the darkness. So now you got night and day. You got light and dark. Verse 5. And God called the light day. He called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the darkness he called night. And, and the, what? The, and the evening and the morning were the first day. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Right. Because you had darkness first, then that then he created the light. So an even in the morning was the first day. We could skip down to verse eight and read. And let's see that he changed. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. All right. Skip down to verse thirteen. Let's hit one more. And the evening and the morning were the third day. Okay, so we see, and this goes on and on and on. What we see, an evening in the morning makes a day. So now, my brother said that sacrifice and oblation ceased in the midst of the week. Right. And we determined and we came up that man, midst of the week, day is called Wednesday. Right. So we know that he died. That evening, it, right. went, it, 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 it was dark. The sky became, well, excuse me, the sky became dark. And when that sky became dark, it was evening. Right. So now, when you count the day, the day with the Lord, you would go, when it got dark, you would go Thursday night. Then you got Thursday that's a evening and a day. Right. Then you got Thursday night. I mean, you got Friday night. I'm sorry. You got Friday night and you got Friday. Right. So now you got two days and two nights. Then you got Saturday night. And you got Saturday you got three days and three nights. Right. And right before, remember, right before that day end, he rose. Right. You got to get 24 hours out of a day. Right. It's 24 hours in a day. Right. He's Lord of the Sabbath. He's the Lord of the Sabbath day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If he was still in that ground when <laughs> he rose. When Mary Magdalene got to that tomb, he would not be Jesus the Christ. Right. He's already gone. He would not be the Messiah. He was already gone. So again, we'll count it again. We said again, Wednesday, hump day, the midst of the week, we all know. We call it Wednesday. So he had to be off tree, which is the cross. The tree is a cross. He had to be off that tree and in the ground. Because remember, he would defile, not only defile the land, but you had a high Sabbath coming in as well. Right. So you had two things that was that we was dealing with. He had to come off the cross because if he stayed on the cross, he would have defiled the land, right. and you had the high Sabbath coming right, in. Right. See, that's what people get things confused. They don't know about the high Sabbath day. Right. And the high Sabbath day, you find those in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. 
So now, he was taken off the cross. You had Thursday evening. Then you had Thursday. That's one evening, one day. You had Friday evening, or Friday night. Friday. Right. You got two nights and two days. Right. Then you got Saturday evening, Saturday night, Saturday. Right. And he rose before the first of the first day of the week came in. Right. That gives you your three days and three nights. That's right. That's right, my brother. So, Bruce, I'll turn it back over to you, my brother. All right. All right. That's three days, three nights. <laughs> you can't get... I went all around the... I went, I went all around the world, brother. You ever hit him with one home run scripture, and that, and that was all she wrote, brother. So, uh, but that's how the word... That's how... That's how... That's how... That's how large the word is. That's how... That's how it's the simplicity of the word, but the word is large as well, brother. So... The, uh, Amen, I, bro. Like I said, you go all around four bases, or you can slide in home from third. It don't make no difference as long as you get the home plate. That's all that matters. And like as I long said, as you get the home plate. That's all. That's all. And like I said, uh, uh, you know, he said the third day he arose from the dead. The third day he arose from the dead, and he ascended into heaven and seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Okay, and he sit on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Now this also proves to you right here: if he sit on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Then the God, the Father, the Son are one. God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Ghost are one. That brings up Mark, the 13th chapter, and the 32nd verse again, brothers and sisters. If he's sitting on the right hand of God, the Father, and he don't know the hour he shall return, something ain't right, brothers and sisters, because if they're one, they already know each other's thoughts. And all each other, they know everything about what they're going to be doing. Um, so that, that, that breaks that philosophy right there as well, brothers and sisters. And then, and uh, they said, at the third day he rose from the day he ascended to heaven and sent on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. That's the living and the dead, brother Jeff. Uh, he said, from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. Now, okay. now you going to heaven when you die, brothers and sisters. How can he judge the quick and the dead if you already going to heaven? Why why is he going to judge you in the first place if you already going to heaven? That's, that's right. That's the only thing about it, brother sister. We're going to go to the book of Revelation, brother. All right. We're going to go to Revelation. Uh, book of Revelation. 20th chapter. But, but we're, going to, we're going to go to Revelation 20th chapter. And, brother, and sister, a lot of people don't realize it's, uh, and you go to heaven when you die, like I said, brother, and sister. John was, uh, Lazarus was gone for four days, brother, and sister. And he came back after four days. That won't make any sense, brother, and sister. If you already in heaven, what you gonna come back to earth and die all over again for? We're gonna Revelation 20 chapter. Um, I mean, people don't realize also, but Jeff, it's more than one resurrection, uh, and they don't even know that. But it's, it's more than one resurrection, brother. So just, we're gonna start at the third, at the fourth verse, brother Jeff. When you get there, brother Jeff, you go ahead. Uh, you go ahead and read the, the, the fourth verse, brother Jeff. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast neither his image neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years now right here brothers and sisters this is talking about the thousand year millennium when Jesus come back, brothers and sisters. And it's, uh, and, uh, and, and so this is after the great tribulation, brothers and sisters. And for those who believe that in the rapture also, uh, this is not, we're going to be not talking about that, but this is, uh, this break that theory as well that the believer is going to be taken away in the rapture and then the non believer is going to be left here on the earth. But it's like this, brothers and sisters. If you're taken away in the rapture, and you're taken away in the rapture, and the non believer is going to be left here on earth, how non-believers going to be beheaded for the witness of Jesus Christ if they're a non-believer? That don't make any sense. For the word of God as well. If you're a non-believer, you don't know the word of God. And we, we said, we said, we're not worship the beast, neither his image. Well, we're not going to get on that. That's another uh, another story for another day. But they're going to reign with Christ a thousand years. And what, is, what the next verse said, Brother Joe? But the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first 
Resurrection. Now, there's something we've never been told, but so there's something we never paid attention to. Now, if you're going to come judge the quick and the dead, and you're in heaven already, where are you going to come back uh, uh, and judge you for? But the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection, brothers and sisters. And to be honest with you, that's the resurrection we want to be part of. We want to be part of the first resurrection, to tell you the truth. Uh, but read the next phrase, brothers and Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. All right. But there shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Okay, okay, God. Blessed and holy is he that had part in the first resurrection. So those people that reigned with Christ for a thousand years, those are the people that came up in the first resurrection, brothers and sisters. And that's what you want to be part of, the first resurrection. Because uh, uh, you don't want to put judgment in your hand, but you don't want to put the judgment in the hand of the Most High God. I don't know how God's going to judge. That's not my call. But at the same time, I don't want to take that chance of being part of the second resurrection, brothers and sisters. And uh, I'm not trying to say you want to go to the kingdom. But who want to take that chance uh, when you can get part of the first resurrection? Blessed and holy is he that have part in the first resurrection. Now, it's like this, brothers and sisters. If you go to heaven when you die, uh, it's a, uh, a, how, how the creed go? From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. He shall come to judge the quick and the dead. The living and the dead. So that breaks the... like the dead. Uh, right, right. So you already dead and you're in heaven... What you gonna be judged for, brothers and sisters? It don't make any sense. So, so your creed, as uh, the creed is correct. I'm not trying to say I'm not criticizing the creed. I'm criticizing the church and what and how they believe in the philosophy they teach and they don't follow the creed. And but that's all I got to say about that, brother Joe. You can go ahead. What, 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 what you got to say about that, brother? My brother, you 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 that scripture you gave right there, hey. No said on that, my brother. Okay, but uh, but we're gonna let them know as well. Let's 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 skip down to verse twelve and, and show them the uh the second resurrection. Right, right. Okay. Give me Revelation twenty and started. I mean, started verse eleven. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a good one, brother Joe. That's a that's a real good one, brother Joe. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. That's right. So, uh, the thousand-year millennium was over. Satan was loose for a little season. Um, he came and he deceived God and made God. They went upon the uh, the land, and he they saw the city. They encamped the city roundabout uh, to to to, uh, to take it. Right. The fine brimstone was rained down from heaven. And the beast and the false prophet was thrown in the lake of fire. Right. Uh, that's a good point, brother Joe. But now we're coming to the white throne judgment. Right. Give me verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. According to their what? Their works, brother Jeff. Their works. So, uh, family, you got work to do. If you think that you don't have no works, that you simply you on the grace, and your faith <laughs> is gonna carry you. According to this, it said the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, right? According to their works, right? So once you die, you have sealed. Your resume. Right. Give me verse 13. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. Yes. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. Bruce, according to their what? According to their works. Again, a second time he said according to their works. The sea gave up the dead, which were in it, and death and hell. That's just simply talking about the grave. And Satan the devil, if you notice, he was thrown in the lake of fire. So right. he don't have no domain. Hell is just a state of condition. So the grave was a was a state of condition. And those that were dead, they were uh they were uh they were brought up 
and they were judged, every man according to their work, right. according to their resume that you wrote. 14. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. That's right. So death and hell, again, which we see the grave, and we see that no man is going to die no more. Even those that be, that's going to be cast in the lake of fire, they're not going to die no more. Right. It was cast into the lake of fire. So that means that nobody's going to die. Nobody ain't going to the grave. They were all cast in the lake of fire. This is the second death. Now what verse 15 say? And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That's right. So make sure that you are found in that book of life. That you have your name written in the book and don't have your name written in the book and then have it blotted out of the book. So that right there, again, the Apostles' Creed, which reads, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. That is correct. And in his and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, correct, born of the Virgin Mary, correct, suffered on the Pontius Pilate, correct. You have some other things that took place with that as well. Was crucified, dead and buried, correct. The third day he rose from the dead, correct. He ascended into heaven, correct. And sit up at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. Correct. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. That's what we just read. Right. So, family, better obey the creed that you wrote. This ain't nothing that God wrote. This is something that you wrote that you don't follow. Right. That's all I got, my brother. I appreciate that, brother Jeff. That's a great analogy, man. And also, man, to, to, to throw in a little nugget, uh, we believe that if you don't live right, you're going to hell when you die. You go to heaven when you, you die, when you live right, you're going to hell when you die. It says right here, death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. So if you burn in hell, how hell going to go to the lake of fire if you're already burning in hell? Don't make sense. It makes That's sense. what they call it, what, an oxymoron? <laughs> Uh, that makes sense. And like I said, and, 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 and if the devil burn you in the lake of fire, how is he gonna get thrown in the lake of fire? That's right. Uh, so, so he, so, so brothers and sisters, read with all understanding, with all getting, get understanding. Anything you want to say? Anything else you want to say, brother Joe? That's all, my brother. The book said enough. I appreciate my brother Joe, man. This is my good brother, uh, brother Jeff Ashford. Uh, and uh, we uh, continue the jab series. We're going to hit you with the jab every time we get a chance. And I appreciate my brother Jeff asking. Uh, every time I need him, he's always asking questions on the boulevard. He's always bringing lessons. He's a great brother. I love him, my brother. I love my brother Alex as well. He's not here with us today, but I love my brother as well. And we're going to continue to hit you with the jab. And may uh, God bless you and may God keep you as my prayer. And we pray that the word of God uh, edify you and bless you in some kind of way. And family, the jab is simply the word of God. That's right. And this is Kenneth Brooks, and you riding down the boulevard. I'd like to thank my guests on the show today. May God bless you, and may God keep you as my prayer. I'd like to thank all those who support the Brooks Boulevard Godcast Show worldwide. We love you, and we appreciate y'all's support. We thank you so much. Traffic may get bagged up and be bad as a kid that has never got a woman before. But one thing about it, if you whip his tail... You'll soon straighten up and walk upright. I know you're saying to yourself, what does a bad kid got to do with being stuck in bad traffic? Well, I'll tell you like this, brothers and sisters. Nothing. But I'd rather be a bad, be in bad traffic than be a bad kid getting my butt whooped. My great grandmother be on the bus that'd be 107 years old. Her body couldn't do the things that she used to do when she was a lot younger, but her mind was still about as a 100 mile light bulb in the middle of the forest at midnight. She had a saying, I may not be the sharpest knife in the draw, but I still cut you. She also had a saying that we never should complain about anything 
because the Lord's been good to us. One night she said to me, boy, all you do is complain. All you do is complain, complain, complain. She asked me a question. If someone had their foot on your neck and they was choking you to death and you couldn't breathe and you was about to die, but God had mercy on you and he had mercy and compassion on you and they moved their foot at the last minute before you took your last breath and you survived, you complain about the footprint in the She also had a saying, uh, we on Barbara Breath. But make sure you're ready when the Lord borrows it back. One thing about it, you can borrow a cup of sugar and give it back. You can borrow a cup of flour and give it back. You can borrow a cup of dollars and give it back. But when the Lord comes borrows his breath, there's no coming back from that, brothers and sisters. So live every day like it's your last day, brothers and sisters, and treat everybody right and walk up high before the most high God of Israel. May God bless you and may God keep you. It's my prayer. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God.